We're all in business for a reason. The problem that so many small business owners have is that they go in 10 million different directions, not really sure which way to go. Listen as your team of experts, Jennifer Glass, Daniel McCrane, and Patricia Rezzatillo, go through what you need in your business to really make it stand out and benefit you. Because it's the bottom line that matters. Welcome to another episode of It's the Bottom Line That Matters podcast, where we are dedicated to your success. On today's show, we're going to be talking about content. We're going to be talking about programs. We're going to be talking about our services. And what can we do to repackage what it is that we already have? For some, that means if we develop content, how can we reuse the same content? If you create a podcast, if you create a video, can you break it down into smaller chunks and offer each of those pieces as separate content on your social media feed? Can you do reels? Can you do YouTube shorts? What can you do with that content? What can you do with the services that you have? Can you possibly find a way to repackage them or bundle them? Ah, we all know that insurance ad. Bundle home and auto. There's a lot that we can do there to be making a difference. So as I bring Daniel and Patricia in today, if you're thinking about how we can reuse and repackage what we have, what are some of the ideas, first of all, that you have that can possibly um, get us somewhere? And are there specific guidelines of what we can do first? So sometimes in a business, uh, someone may have some uh, some cash flow issues. They may not have the capital if they want to try to expand, uh, if they want to go to another location or say they want to bring in another line of business to try to expand their business. They may just not have those resources to be able to do that. So if you look around at your business, think about what you already have on hand that you can use in a new way or in a different way. Uh, So an example might be something like, let's say somebody who um, offers services to um, uh, lawyers. I don't know, we'll go with that. Yeah, (laughs) so you've got a a product that lawyers can use. Uh, So think to yourself, who else could use this product? What if I made just a little bit of a tweak to it And now all of a sudden accountants could use it and insurance agents could use it or anyone who has any kind of an office setting can now use this. You're still using what you currently have, but you found a way to expand that and use it in new ways to increase revenue. So those could be some examples. Yeah, yeah, I think you have to do kind of an inventory of what it is you do and have. And sometimes bundling is a good idea. And sometimes if you have something that's a bundle, you have to cut it apart just to see what it really is. Yeah, I'm also thinking maybe another example might be um, somebody who actually produces something. So maybe uh, if you're in manufacturing or you you create uh, 
objects that you sell. Uh, so in this case, maybe it's even you've got an Etsy store or something. Uh, you make crafts and you sell them. What kind of scrap do you have from your efforts of whatever it is that you make? And is there a way that that scrap could be repurposed, reused? Uh, you look like you've got some examples, Patricia. <laughs> I do. Go ahead, chime in. <laughs> Kingsford Charcoal. So Ford Motor Company back in the day, you know, was building cars and parts of the interiors anyway were made out of wood. Well, when you have wood and you cut it into a different shape, then you have scrap. Well, what do you do with the scrap? They turned it into charcoal. Hence King's Ford charcoal. Isn't that what donut holes are? When you punch out the donut? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, except now they actually just make them. <laughs> I did not know that about Kingsford Charcoal. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So are there ways that uh, pieces and parts could be repurposed? Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's a, it's, it's a whole different market. Mm -hmm. So like margarine, for example, they originally fed it to turkeys, I believe it was, trying to make them fat, you know. Well, the turkeys fell over dead, so they added color to it and added flavoring to it and sold it to us by the bucket full. <laughs> oh, <great. laughs> think, about, think about skim milk, right? Skim milk is a perfect example in a different direction because, you know, hey, we're all uh, looking at being health conscious. So when they finished taking off the cream, for all of the cream products, there was all of this liquid left from the milk. And they said, what are we going to do with it? Well, oh, let's nobody sell wants it that. As... <laughs> yes. But and people so don't. There, there's your skim milk. You have the same with eggs. After you finish separating the egg whites, because some people don't want the yolks, you just sell the yolks to the bakeries. I'm currently working with a client in a way that he's breaking apart certain um, breaking apart certain compounds into different molecules and using one of them for one purpose and then selling off the other one that he doesn't need um, to suppliers that need it. And we do that all the time if you think about what it is that we're trying to do. And so there's a lot that we can possibly be breaking off one of the things that I always say is if you've got a package, think about, and Patricia, I know you mentioned if you have a bundle, how can you break it apart? Here's a perfect example, though. If you have a package, let's say that you've got a membership, can you splinter off one or more of those products into a standalone offering? So if you're doing a program, and let's just say as an example, in a business coaching marketing world, you're talking about five different programs that you might be helping people with. So you're helping them with um, upselling and cross-selling, you're helping with downselling, you're helping with joint ventures, you're helping with uh, profitability, you're helping with understanding finance. Let's just go with that as an example. Can you take one of those apart and sell it individually or offer it individually? 
to somebody and just say, here's access to just this part. And if you want more, you can buy all of them separate or you can buy a membership. And so there's ways that you can repackage just about anything that you are doing in your business. It doesn't have to be just a single piece in what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very true. Uh, One of the best things you can do uh, to try to figure out how to reuse what you've already got on hand to produce these new revenue streams is sit down and do kind of like a, an inventory of your business. And I don't mean inventory, like we have all this product in stock. So we have to do our inventory, but look at what kind of resources you have available. Uh, Look at who you interact with, because that might give you ideas for new channels. Look at what you've got around the office. Look at what you offer. Look at who you have working for you or with you in your business. What resources do they might have? These these resources for the purpose of, of what we're talking about right now for reusing and repurposing, they could be tangible resources. They could be intangible resources. They could be service-based. They could be intellectual. They could be uh, hard copies, uh, whatever it is. But do an inventory of what kind of resources you currently have and look at opportunities where you could use it in a new or in a different way. Ask yourself, who would need this? Who would want this? And even if it were, I'm thinking of a scenario now, let's say like a, a, a beauty salon or, or something like this, uh, where they've got product that they use as part of the service that they're offering. Well, you get down maybe to the bottom of the bottle and it's not quite enough to use for the next client, but you still got a little bit left here. Is there a way that maybe you could take some of that leftover that's been used in your business and find a way maybe to donate it? Is there a chance that there's a a nonprofit that works with homeless people in your area who could still benefit from the the beauty products or the the health uh, products that you have? So you can still get a tax write-off for that and you get to do something good at the same time. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a new income stream, but is there another opportunity to use something in a way that you're doing good, you still get some benefit from it, even though it may not be revenue. Exactly. What can you do that you're still going to be getting some sort of benefit um, at the end of the day? If we know that we are going to be possible to recover some of that, there is a huge value there. And don't forget also, You can also, if you do donate it, it's an easy way to get a tax write-off for goods and kind or um, a regular charitable contribution. Patricia, I know that you wanted to mention something too. Well, Daniel was talking about different kinds of resources that you have in doing an inventory. Don't forget your vendors, the people who supply you, um, the connections that you have. Uh, industries or maybe groups of people that you have affinity with you know those are all resources they're all things that you could leverage some way potentially mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah that's a really good point Patricia <clears throat> I hadn't thought about outside of the business <laughs> in quite that way but yeah you've got those kind of resources in your network so vendors and suppliers too sure 
Right, and don't forget your vendors and suppliers are key parts of your business, right? Many of us, if we're doing business or if we're ever honored by some organization and they're looking for ads, sometimes we don't even think about our vendors and suppliers, other times we do. And it really shows the relationship that we have with those suppliers, right? Are we close with them or are we not? Are they going to back us or are we just a number to them? The ones that know us by name are going to be a lot closer to us when it comes to that value instead of, all right, what's your account number or your phone number? I need to look you up because I don't know who the heck you are. Completely different conversation, but still mm -hmm. valuable to think about in that regard. Mm -hmm. The space that you have could also be considered a resource. Do you have a parking lot that is currently not making income for you? Could that parking lot be used in a different way? Uh, do you have a business that's only open during certain hours because that's best for your clientele? What is that space earning you in the off hours? Is there a way you could use that space differently? <laughs> Sorry, I just got an idea. <laughs> what i do patricia i generate ideas for <laughs> yeah i like that idea that's a good idea yeah mm -hmm. anything else that the two of you want to add as parting thoughts on this topic I, I'm going to say that inventory really is, uh, I think that's what I'm going to finish with and, and just sit down and think about what kind of resources do you have? And again, it doesn't have to be hands-on resources, but think about everything that you have or have access to and, and be very creative with it. Yeah, you know, take that inventory, write it down. And as you're writing it down, kind of think who else needs this? What else could we be doing with it? You know, like Daniel said, are we only using this space during these hours? What else could we do with it? Or who else could use it? Who else needs it? Yeah. You and know, don't forget again to ask your advisors too right, your advisory board, and we've mentioned that many times, for additional ideas. How can you use either their content in a way for you as well, right? One of the things that we're always trying to think of is how do we increase what we can offer? How can we increase the value of what we have? How can we increase the value of our intellectual property? The more that we know, the better it's going to be. On that note, this has been another episode of It's the Bottom Line That Matters. And until next time, here's to your success. Thanks so much for listening to another amazing episode of It's the Bottom Line That Matters podcast. We're all about helping the small business community grow and reaching as many people as we can. And the algorithms on the podcast programs love reviews so if you loved what you just heard consider leaving us a review and even if you don't i'm sure you already did but consider sharing our episodes and our podcast with your friends and colleagues 
Sharing is caring, and here's to your success. Thanks so much, and have a wonderful day. It's the bottom line that matters.